Welcome to Catholic Money Talk, where we talk about all things money and finance, and we try to do it through a lens of being Catholic, where our ultimate goal is to one day be in heaven with the Lord. I am your host, Paul Scarfone. Thank you for being here today. So welcome back to Catholic Money Talk. Today we're going to talk about lifestyle creep. But before we do that, let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you for all the grace and wisdom that we need in facing the challenges or circumstances that we might find ourselves in. We know that you love us and that you have a great plan for us. Allow us to yield to your Holy Spirit. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, I mentioned today we're going to talk about lifestyle creep. So, what is lifestyle creep? Lifestyle creep is what happens when our income increases, and then we allow our lifestyle to consume that additional income. This could happen very slowly, could happen quickly, uh, right? You might see it, let's think of an example of like a professional athlete, someone they've been playing ball in college, they get their first uh, professional deal, and they start going through the money like it's crazy, right? They just, they now they drive these cars, now they live here. And some of it is, yeah, they have more money, they can afford those things, but Lifestyle creep is when we just we allow it to to consume uh, the additional income, and it might consume a lot of it, it might consume all of it, but lifestyle creep is going to be the biggest challenge that many of us, especially those of us in North America, uh, many of us are going to struggle with, and it's going to be the biggest challenge in accomplishing our goals. Let me give you two little snapshots as an example. So maybe you have your first job out of college. Maybe you're making 50000 a year. Let's say your take-home is 3500 a month, and you live off that nicely. You pay for your needs, your food, shelter, clothing, transportation to work, and then there's a couple wants, some extras you pay for, maybe video subscription, a gym membership, other hobbies, uh, simple vacation. Then fast forward, say, 30 years, now you're in your 50s and making $200,000 a year. And so let's say the take-home pays 12000 right? Now we're still paying for our needs, food, shelter, clothing, transportation to work, basic needs. And, you know, if we think back to when we were just out of college, if this is you're, you know, making the situation up, but if you can relate to it somewhat, when you're making 35, when you were take-home was 3500 now it's 12000 If If you knew when you were take almost 3500 that someday it'd be 8500 more a month you might thought wow when i have 8500 i'm going to be able to to do all these other things save build all this crazy wealth all this stuff it's going to be awesome be generous give it all away but slowly over time it increased and slowly over time some of our needs might have increased but sometimes it's just the lifestyle right we want to upgrade our vehicle we want to upgrade our house we want to upgrade all these different things and we just consumed it, right? Now, there, there can be various different causes. And for all of us, they're going to be different based on maybe things we like or, or we don't like. But the way it uh, can happen 
it can present itself uh, is very subtle. And sometimes it's fairly innocent. So I'll give just a quick little scenario, a couple little scenarios here. So let's say you're having lunch at work in the lunchroom. You brought in a, a brown paper bag lunch, right? You stuck it in the fridge. You sit down for lunch, and then let's say one of your superiors, the manager, the owner, comes into the lunchroom, and they bring in a fancy sandwich from the fancy Italian deli around the corner, and they spend $15 on a sandwich, right? And you're looking at your $2 brown bag lunch that you brought in for yourself, leftovers from last night. And you might think, wow, to yourself, man, it's going to be nice when I'm in that kind of position, when I make that kind of money. I'm going to be able to buy lunch like that. Like that's going to be pretty, pretty cool. Maybe food's not your thing. Maybe it's a vacation. A family member, siblings, your parents, they go on a vacation, fantastic European vacation, and it's awesome. And you think, wow, when I make that kind of money, when I have that type of income, I'm going to go on super fancy European vacations, right? I can't wait till then. Maybe you're not a vacation person. Maybe you're a a car guy or a car gal. And you're at a stoplight in your, I don't know, 10-year-old Honda Civic with 180,000 miles. And you look at the car that just stopped next to you and someone in a brand new Tesla. I don't know if everyone wants a Tesla. Uh, I'm not a car guy. But let's say everyone wants a Tesla. They pull up in a Tesla. And you go, wow, that car looks pretty cool. That's so cool. Man, when I make more money, I'm going to drive a car like that. You know, now these are three rather silly or simple scenarios, but they're just examples of how lifestyle creep can creep in. Now, nothing was wrong here. This is very just simple and innocent. Like there's no jealousy, like it's not fair they get that. And I hate that they get that. And I wish they didn't because I don't have that. And, you know, I wish no one could have that if I can't have it. Like, so it's, it's nothing that we're jealous or envious of. We're just like, Hey, it's, that's a nice thing. That'd be cool to have that, you know, and that's okay. God wants us to have cool, fun things. He wants us to be able to enjoy life, right? He doesn't want it to just be a constant, miserable struggle. Uh, he wants us to have some joy in life, and, and we can desire nice things. And so if we don't, let's say, tap the brakes, pump the brakes a little bit in our desire for these things, lifestyle creep can immediately come in and just completely, completely take over, right? It, 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 the, a seed gets planted in our brain for how we want to do this. And we start to think, you know what? I'm just going to, as soon as I can say yes to things, I'm going to start saying yes to things, right? And, and, and we just, we let lifestyle creep over on us. So, so that's how it subtly can come in, right? And, so what we want to be able to do is say, am I in a spot, am I in a situation where I've kind of fallen prey, I've gotten trapped, I've been a victim of lifestyle creep? So how do we how do we measure that? Well, the first thing we have to do is take a look at our budget. Now, if you don't have a budget, because we actually haven't covered over budgeting in our podcast yet, but if you don't have a budget, that's okay. Take a look at your last month's transactions. You could even go back three months is what I would recommend. But take a look at last month's transactions. Now, you might have to look at 
a few different statements. It might be a bank statement, credit card statements, might be multiples of each, depending on how you actually facilitate your transactions. It might be Venmo, Zelle, PayPal activity, whatever it might be. But take a look through all that and kind of sort it all out, right? And 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 look. And the other thing I usually recommend too is look at your personal financial statement. Um, that was a bit of a mouthful. But what is that? That's a list of like the the possessions I have, right? The the assets I have. It's how much money is in the bank account, how much money is in retirement accounts, savings accounts, what's my house worth, what are my cars worth? And then the other side of that, it's really a personal balance sheet. It's the liabilities. Like, what do I owe? Do I have a mortgage on my house? Do I have student loans, car loans, credit card balances, personal loans, home equity loan, loans to family members, whatever it might be, right? Those would be liabilities. And you look at the picture, the whole picture, and you might have a a response that surprises you. And there's so many different ones, but the three most common ones would be, well, how did I get myself into this spot? I, I didn't, I didn't want this to look like this when I was this age, right? Or maybe your response is, wow, I didn't realize we were doing as good as we're doing. Or your response might be complete panic, fear, and tears. And you might even be afraid that that's going to be a response so you don't actually do this activity, right? You don't actually look at what's happened the last month. So lifestyle creep is what happens when we don't have a plan. And when we just keep rolling with this attitude, well, if we make a mistake, we'll just try to make more money. Like this, everything will be easier when we just make more money. Things are tight right now. We'll just make more money. And we allow things to keep being tight and tight. My example of when lifestyle creep really hit me was, and I didn't go through our whole story yet. We will do that in a in a podcast here soon. But I was driving home from a car dealership. I had just purchased a vehicle. And I had done a little research and thought, well, it's stupid to buy a brand new vehicle. The depreciation hit you take is just crazy. So let me do the reasonable thing and buy a used vehicle. But I don't have any money. I was using a loan. And so I bought this car, uh, maybe a three-year-old car. I'm driving home and I'm on the phone with my dad. And my dad is asking me about, I'm telling him about the car. And I said, yeah, and the payment, it's like $219 a month, which is perfect because I just got an annual little increase in my salary at work, and my take-home pay is about that. So it works out, and I hang up the phone, and I went, oh, man, what have I done? I I just got a raise at work, and I just spent it on a car payment. And yeah, I can afford the payment because I got the raise at work, but if I have this dream one day of well, I'll just make more money and I'll have extra money to use, like that's never going to happen if I spend it all as it comes in. And I was just thinking, man, I never know what it's like to get a raise. I just don't know what it's like if I just spend it immediately. That was the last time we ever got a car loan. It was the last time. From then on, save up, pay cash for gently or decently used vehicle. But there's moments like that that are key to us. So if you're listening to this, I challenge you. There might be 
some good telltale signs in your life that you can quickly figure out if you've fallen for this lifestyle creep. And recognizing the challenges there is the first step. It's absolutely the first step. And when I, driving that new-to-me car, right, home, after being on the phone with my dad, that was a big aha moment for me, which completely changed the trajectory of how we handle our finances. And that's really what put me solidly on the road to saying, you know what? I didn't have a plan. It was terrible. I need to make a plan. And as I worked towards making a plan, I said, you know what? And I need to let the Lord guide that plan. Because, I mean, you could just ask my wife, just because Paul has a plan doesn't mean it's a good plan, right? She's much more comfortable if she knows any plan we've been working on. We've prayed and allowed the Holy Spirit to show up in some way in helping to direct that plan because from the beginning of time, before the creation of the world, God had a plan for us. And whenever we're putting a plan together, it's good to say, man, this is so easy for God to figure out. Lord, just sprinkle a little wisdom on here. Let us be attuned. Let us yield to what you're trying to do with us so that we've got a good chance of some success here. Because through the Lord, anything's possible, right? I can do nothing, but through him, I can do everything. He who strengthens me, right? So, Lord, we're trying to figure out a plan. So, today's the day that we see if we can identify, have I been challenged with lifestyle creep? And if I have, let's let's call it out and see it for what it is. And then stay tuned, because we will talk uh, in another episode Now that we have identified that we've been victim of lifestyle creep, what do we do about it now? Is there a way to correct this? I hope this has been helpful for you today. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Catholic Money Talk. I hope you join us again next time. Please click subscribe in your podcast app to get notified of new episodes. God bless you and have a great day.